0: I made a piece Roger Dickerman owns and it's called it's the same name and, and um Starman. And that was like just like a daily sort of exploration of like different mediums, like 3D, 2D, all this shit. And he was a 3D character I designed, and I just sort of gravitated towards him. I don't know why, it's just like I just sort of liked how simple it was and how the shapes formed. And it's just one of those things that I just kept coming back to, and it sort of became more of a mascot. And um it sort of became more synonymous with my brand, and I think it's just because I kept using them. It's like it's not there's nothing. I don't think there's inherently nothing special about any character, like even Mickey Mouse. Like I don't think there is. Like it's just it's like a Coke logo. It's like the more you see it, the more synonymous it comes like, over 100 years, 200 years, and that's what you're you're programmed to think. Oh yeah, this is iconic. So it wasn't like it didn't. I didn't have any like plan for it on the offset was just sort of a natural thing. And I just sort of like puppetry is sort of a thing I've wanted to explore and have an interest in like toys, like all that shit from like when I was younger. So it was like just a vessel to explore each sort of medium then um, find a way to sort of tie it together. And like NFTs are like just the fucking perfect way to do anything you want. As long as you like have like the vision for it, you can do anything like there's literally there's pretty much nothing you can't do.
1: Talking about NFTs and that's nifty That's nifty All the great artists they come to this place To talk about the crypto space and that's nifty That's nifty Tonight's podcast are Tyler, Larry, and Slime Sunday. Damn, that's nifty. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, man? How's it going?
2: Fantastic. Oh, what's up, bro? Oh, good, man. Lucky the Euphoria hoodie. Oh, okay. true. He actually owns that piece. He owns Ivy that's on the back. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. jealous. Oh,
3: Uh, that's what you get for being there. I didn't even realize that I had this on. I just picked this up out of the pile this morning. (laughs) I actually love it. It was free advertising for that piece you had. True. Yeah. I can go shill it on Twitter now that I realize that I probably missed the one year anniversary
2: of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the spirit. (laughs) Well, we we watched the interview with Kid 8. It was just comedic genius. I loved it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was a bit of a shit show, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part is that he took 30 minutes to set up before Ivan joined the call. So he, he had like a whole hour to sort it out. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, he's something else, man. He's a yeah, special guy.
2: <laughs> so you guys are both coming down to Miami for our basil right?
0: Yeah, yeah. We're coming out same day. We've got the same hotel. So I think we're staying for the same amount of time as well. So yeah, we'll be about... So it'll be cool, man. Are you two guys going?
2: Yeah, we'll be there. We'll uh, we'll have to link up and say hi in real life. You bring in Starman with you?
0: Not this time. He's, he's, he takes up, he takes up a whole suitcase, man. He's, he's, he's a big guy. <laughs> you can't <laughs> fold him up into a ball, you know what I mean? <laughs> I thought you'd just get him his own seat on the plane. <laughs> oh fuck, my internet's terrible. You all right? Well, yeah, my internet's just fucking coming and going, so we'll have to make do with this. <laughs> I'm afraid.
2: No, no worries at all. Dude. We're a we're a low-fi podcast. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> fucking brilliant! <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. We're set up for for a shitty setup, and we've also now got a tutorial from Kid on how to commentate over your conversation. So, <laughs> <laughs> know, the, the
1: worst
0: part is like he done it live, like he didn't watch it through, then think about what he had to say. So, like he sends a question after the answer, so it's <laughs> like. He's like, it, it, could, it could have took him like another half an hour to like really like make it that bit better. But uh, yeah, yeah.
3: I didn't watch it through. I just watched like little segments in like where he stops and says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just asked him uh, how we got on Rarible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're like, yeah, we got that so for yeah, the he,
3: answer. He just explained how we got on Rarible. So yeah.
0: He tried his best, you know what I mean? he's, he's trying his yeah. best. He's doing something new, branching out, do you know what I mean? Got, had to, had to um, be there for him. Well, the guest one of one is that—that's the
2: one that's part of the uh, NFT now. Yeah. And
0: Christie's. Yeah. 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 So I got sort of. Um, so it's really weird how they're doing it. I was like a bit unsure, but it's basically like NFT and now and Christie's like sort of set it up. Then there's like a bunch of curators and platforms like involved in it. So like, there'll be like super rare like sort of lot. Then like free free like have a sort of group. Then they'll each be like. I don't I don't know if they're all gonna be sold, but they'll be like tied to that platform. So a collector got me through via block party, which is like a platform that I've minted on before and they're cool guys, so that's how I sort of got into it. So I'll be I'll be putting up a piece through them. But yeah, it's really cool. It's, it seems like it's gonna work out well, but it's just um a bit of a tight deadline, so it's just sorting out dimensions and fucking boring shit and all that crap really which i've been doing and back and forth but i think it'll be really cool like it's come together quite naturally as well like and the sort of premise of the gateway is combining digital and physical which is something i'm interested in like i've always been interested in so it'll be like a really cool sort of um sort of showy off way to sort of present it and the artists like on board are insane as well so it's just i think it's gonna be really cool
2: i saw the the painting the work in progress is that going to be the piece there
0: yeah so it'll be sort of like a multimedia um sort of piece so it'll be like mixed in so that'll be like a physical component then it'll be mixed with a digital thing then we've like made a little video with like music and stuff which will be the actual nft which will be minted then i think i think they're they're like tied together so i think whoever gets the nft gets a painting which is really cool and the painting's like it's not massive either it's like 40 centimeters by 30 so it's like a good size as well so but yeah, it's all come together really naturally, man. Like the painting, I painted it in um, London when there's a Sotheby's auction mm-hmm. with um, like Fiwa and Corey and Ryan and all them lot were down. I just like Feuer was like, "You should do painting again." And I was like, "Ah, oh, I just can't be asked. Like it's so fucking so much hassle." <laughs> <laughs> just went up the sh- I went up the shop and just bought like plastic tarp, like a plastic fucking i don't know what that is that what you hold the canvas on a bunch of shit then i was just like oh i'll just chuck some paint down so that piece was like didn't have any intention of minting it and didn't have any plans for it It's just sort of been sitting in my bedroom so this sort of um exhibition come about and i was like oh shit, this would like be a perfect fit so i just i've just been developing that idea really in the concept and stuff so it's all come together like really smoothly
2: I love how that stuff just falls into place. We are going to ask you about the London crew and going out there. So that's cool that you got a chance to
0: pan out there with those guys and it's going to be part of this show. Yeah, sure. That's, that's, that's the cool thing about the space. Do you know what I mean? Like, as soon as you think there's nothing going on and there's like 10 things next week <laughs> and you're like, Oh, okay. Right. I've got to... <laughs> yeah. you got, you got to have that time to pivot. Do you know what I mean? And, and um. Be flexible with it because you never know what's like coming next, which is the cool thing, but it's also the fucking tiring thing because you never sleep because you're always like someone just a DM or a text or something can just change like a whole fucking month or something. So it's really yes, energized time. So on that note, like
2: in Art basil do you have any plans that will potentially be changing? You have like uh, any parties you're planning on going to, or any oh, like ex- exhibitions you have
0: to make? I think I think someone said they made a list for me of stuff to do, so I feel like I'll just be like a child getting handheld around Miami. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not complaining. I it I just need to switch off for a week, just sort of drift about somewhere. So I think that that'd be perfect. But I don't have a fucking clue what's going on. To be honest with you, I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you like three things that are happening. I like. I know that the, <laughs> the Christie things going on. <laughs> <laughs> um uh and that's about it honestly, I, yeah.
2: I feel the same way we're just riding along with slime sunday so like wherever he goes we're just yeah up there
0: he'll get you in. Do you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> that's, what that's what i'm relying on
3: yeah just show up yeah. um i was gonna ask along the lines of painting is like is that for, in like what's your artistic upbringing i guess is that um kind of in your wheelhouse or is that more so
0: mate nothing's in my wheelhouse going to be in. I, I can't I can't draw I, can't, I didn't paint at school I can't draw didn't, I didn't do anything like I started on photoshop like when I was sort of 13 like a bootleg version like I feel like a lot of people did and um yeah so I started digitally then I suppose I moved physically like as I grew up as well, and I obviously like dabbled in it a little bit at school, but I was never really that good. So I like gravitated towards graphic design more because it's easier for me to pick up. Because yeah. like there'd be kids at school who could like just draw like photorealism, and it's like okay, right, I'm bad at art then because you you compare yourself to like that. That's how you compare yourself. Like it, at school, it's like very black and white. Like so, I never really got to develop it at school when I left, and um I started. um being a freelance graphic designer for a while and just doing logos on Instagram and shit. Then I went into more illustration. Then like, eventually fell into NFTs where I could just do anything. I was like, I've never painted but I, I can now afford to buy a canvas and paint. So I try it and yeah. put them up. Then people like it. And that's just sort of, it's just sort of how my career has been really. It's just been like trying a bunch of different shit and, people haven't had a go at me yet for it, which is really cool. (laughs) Do you know what I mean?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, like you have like a, like, you know, your work when you see it, no matter what, like the the medium is like where, where, no matter where it's coming from, like, like the definitive style. Yeah. Like the geometric type of balance that, that you see in your work, like that's so consistent. Was that something that like you found came naturally to you outside of like, you know, hand-drawn stuff where working with like shapes and size and, you know, did that come yeah. out a little
0: bit more natural? Yeah, I used to like playing with Lego and stuff when I was younger, and like um, how stuff, how you'd make stuff out of Lego and build stuff. And I like playing Minecraft a lot and building. So a lot of that is just like very basic, primitive shapes, just on one, how you can put one square on top of another and build something. So I think that's like that must have had something to do with it, like as I've progressed artistically, is just keeping everything simple as, simple as fuck, then developing from there. And I think like, because I wasn't amazing at drawing or anything, like, using basic shapes and building that way is sort of created like a unique style just out of necessity. So it's not even like something a sort of something I've gravitated towards like naturally like I like that sort of work. But I think it's sort of paired with my skill set and a sort of just sort of they just sort of influence one another and sort of develop the style to be a bit um distinct, I suppose, at this point. Yeah. With that
2: distinctness, I think comes your color palette that is used. Is that something you've developed over time or like it just kind of happened?
0: Yeah, I think it's just happened. I think, I think that's just one of those things. Like, I, I remember like talking to my teacher at school in graphic design, and like she had made me draw a color wheel and like look at the complementary colors. And it's like this is just bullshit. Like it doesn't. Like, <laughs> this okay. is just. Ma- I feel like it's made up. Like I'm not sure. I feel like some color theory is just bullshit. But I, or, or, like it's just like a natural sort of thing. Um, I just go in my gut a lot of times, or just look at other pieces of art and go, "Oh, I like how that's how they're matched." But it could do with another color. So I just sort of just it's just like my gut instinct really
2: nice nice
3: i i was thinking about some of the the um work that you've done in the collabs and i got to ask about um the boy that you created how oh, was yeah. how was that process um
0: yeah yeah it's awesome it's so cool like me and Lorena have been sort of like sort of um and eye ah about the idea for a while oh we should do one and just like oh i'm busy on it and it's just sort of like <laughs> one of those things then i just said i need to do one like give me the template and i'll just make something and she's like okay so then i sent it over and she's like oh this is cool can we change this Can and we just like like played about for a while then we, we then we've done it in like uh, maybe a day or two or something and yeah it's amazing i think that's such a good collab. Like, I'm so happy with how it turned out. And I'm, I'm a massive fan of hers and her work is just like so distinct. So it was like an absolute like, pleasure to be a part of that collection. And yeah, it couldn't have gone better. It <laughs> couldn't have <laughs> gone better in my eyes. <laughs> so, that's, For real. That's my, I'm just happy to be here. Do you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> It's a really complimentary collaboration too, because I think both of your art styles lend to a, a sort of realism. That's mm. like, it could exist in... Real life, you know, like the boys seem like a three D object you could hold, whereas you know we've seen Starman in real life, yeah, right yeah. through like the photography um mm-hmm. collaboration you did, which was awesome. With um, was that Missan?
0: Yeah, Missan, Yeah, 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 yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, and that, that that was one of those things that just sort of happened naturally as well. When you when you're already in another field, you know what I mean, you're in photography, you're entering painting, you're entering, yeah. do you know, what I mean, it just happens like if you're open to it and you're like you're not one of those people who are like, Oh no, I've got to stick to this. This is what my fan base wants. And it's like, well, they might not want you to do that. They might want you to develop an experiment. And if you don't, if you don't even, if you don't even show them or suggest for something you can do, then of course they're kind of like, it's not even going to be a, a thought to them. So I think like just having an open mindedness and, and just working with people who have good taste and are really good at what they do. And I think you just got to trust it and, and just sort of say fuck it in a lot of these situations.
2: I think my favourite piece was the uh, the lady coming down the
0: stairs giving you the laughing years. Yeah, I didn't even know it happened. Like they, they both, My mate was with me on that day, and he was helping us shoot, and he started laughing, and the Anne started laughing. I was like, what? And then I looked at the picture, and they're like, oh, yeah, that old woman like fucking put her fingers up behind your head. I was like, what? I thought, like, who the fuck is she? <laughs>
3: i actually had the thought i was like well they must have just fucking told her to do that like uh, literally no way like, she's
0: just walking yeah literally by. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it's literally like that yeah they're like just sit on the stairs like we'll wait for a few people to come by and but i love that contrast like you would have thought she'd never do that like looking yeah, at yeah. her you know what i mean like no sense of humor like she looked miserable but yeah yep. i thought that was so funny <laughs> so yeah. But yeah it was it was a cool day yeah we just we just shot all day really just going around um the South Bank Centre in London, and picking spots in Iraq. He just he just doesn't give a fuck. He just goes up to like a Hindu or a kid and go, "Can you get in a shot?" Like, <laughs> like we're doing this art project, and this is defaced. And I'm like, I'm I'm not a very um extrovert extrovert person, so. It's I was big. just sort of thrust into positions like, holding a puppet. I was like, Oh, I look like a massive dick. I was like, I look like a massive dick. Do you know what I mean? It was a really busy day. I just felt like a knob all day, but it was it was it was fine. Like it's just like, you just gotta get through this part on your right. So it was really good. Yeah, it's really cool. And like the day before he he shot with me, he was um it's like oh i don't know if i could say actually he was he was on like with, with his like a list of celebs like shooting like it's like okay you're just gonna <laughs> work with them then come work with me like it's such a weird he's yeah. in such a weird space like he's just done loads of photography for like the new eternals marvel movie like tom cruise tom hardy like everyone man so this is his first sort of nft the queen so yeah but
3: then he's got Starman <laughs> waiting the next days yes one break it out with him what yeah, i think that a, series was shaken <laughs> what, what that series did though is like it keeps bringing more life to your character right you're like you're mm-hmm. putting him in you know real life like places to interact with with real people and yeah um it just keeps bringing more you know layers to um his development so i i was gonna ask like, what was the concept for um like when was the idea born for you like all right i'm i'm taking this character i mean i'm I'm growing
0: from here. I think it was um I made a piece Roger Dickerman owns and it's called it's the same name and, and um Starman, and that was like just like a daily sort of exploration of like different mediums like 3D, 2D, all this shit, and it was a 3D character I designed, and I just sort of gravitated towards him. I don't know why. It's just like I just sort of liked how simple it was and how the shapes formed, and it's just one of those things that I just kept coming back to, and it sort of became more of a mascot and. Um, it sort of became more synonymous with my brand and i think it's just because i kept using them it's like it's not that there's nothing i don't think there's inherently nothing special about any character like even mickey mouse like i don't think there is like it's just it's like a coke logo it's like the more you see it the more synonymous it comes like, over 100 years 200 years and that's what you you're programmed to think oh yeah this is iconic so it wasn't like it didn't i didn't have any like plan for it on the offset it was just sort of a natural thing and i just sort of like puppetry is sort of a thing i've wanted to explore and have an interest in like toys like all that shit from like when i was younger so it was like just a vessel to explore each sort of medium then um find a way to sort of tie it together and like nfts are like just the fucking perfect way to do anything you want as long as you like have like the vision for it you can do anything like there's literally there's pretty much nothing you can't do so with the character it just seemed like a perfect sort of um vessel and way to explore like all these different mediums
3: 100 was that like onboarding to the nft space and, and diving in was that like like a was there a moment that clicked like this makes too much sense like this is where my time and attention is going now
0: um yeah it took a little while i just thought it was free money i was like i just, <laughs> I, just <laughs> I upload a jpeg and i get paid Money. I was like, this is brilliant. I just keep doing this. Then I was like, oh yeah, you actually have to be smart, and there's a whole fucking infrastructure and <laughs> in, in collector base and shit. And I was like, oh, okay, right. So I've got to figure out how to do this. And yeah, it just sort of come down to me not having to take client work. And i was like, yeah. okay, this is like real world sort of shit. Do you know what I mean? Like soon, as soon as like something passes in priority, I think that's when you can sort of gauge like how feasible it is. And it's like, when your priorities shift, like there's a, there's a balance, there's a tipping point and you're like, all oh, the money for this doesn't make sense anymore. Like it makes sense for me to pursue that and doing that is like creating art, creating, meeting people, like just having like a totally different life. So that's like, it was sort of a gradual shift over months. Cause I doubt I still dabbled in client work and yeah. the uncertainty of NFTs as well. Early on, it was like sort of, a um, bit more fluctuation in the market and I didn't really know what I was doing too so everyone just kept telling me to not mint as much like when I started <laughs> I'd like stop minting, stop minting and like, I was like what are you talking about I was like I do what I fucking want and that made me want to mint more I was like well you this just is my money printer do. don't yeah, tell yeah, me what to like, do yeah I was like what are you talking about I was like people love it like <laughs> so so it was just it's just yeah it's just a massive learning curve really and it's just been yeah cool as fuck to be honest with
2: you and it seems like once you really got your footing down and were like, I fucking understand this and love it, DeFaced yeah. and Friends came out, you know, and you get a hundred of those on OpenSea. Larry's been known to say on this podcast how much he loved that collection because it was no bullshit, no like roadmap, none of this, like, you know, it's not a 8,000 generative project, right? You don't have 8,000 people who are banging on your door to tell you what they want to do with this project. It's a hundred. It's a lot easier to manage that mm-hmm. collector base and like, it's just, it's a great collection because all those characters are so well thought out and it must have taken you forever. And, and first of all, I i saw your, and
3: props to the stealth drop, because I remember I woke up early that morning, I was on the toilet, it was like five in the morning my time, and I saw the tweet go out and I was like, and I didn't even process it, I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then just went back to bed and then I woke up and, and the mint was gone and I think I had a chance to mint one if. If uh, I just had a little bit more attentiveness, but um, yeah, I, I remember thinking from a groggy perspective, like, Oh, this is really fucking cool. And then wake up and see, Oh, there's a 50 eat floor. Wow. They're, all gone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're all gone.
3: That was fucking cool. I, I, I loved the, uh, how you kind of played that out.
0: Well, I think you're the, you're the first person to say that. So <laughs> I got so much shit.
3: <laughs> Dude. I love it. Like, what can you get? Like, that's the thing is you can do whatever you want um and you know you can choose to promo you can choose to you know just have it ready and drop it whenever you want um i don't know what were people complaining about was it like the fucking-
0: um just like oh no white list like why don't you do bidding like probably every angle you could have took was taken yeah. you know what i mean like every fucking perspective was taken like back and forth like it's just like shit show but it was all right <laughs> it's just it was a weird few days do you know what i mean but it, it like resolved after a while just time but yeah it, it come together so quickly as well and that was like but even then like you can't prepare for something like that do you know what I mean and uh, to me like the, looking back the collection is more of a statement than it is like anything else is just like yeah just that and like even now like I don't feel the need to like constantly tweet about it and I might like drop an odd tweet saying oh here's to a few on the floor like if you're interested and I try not to like give it too much attention because I feel like that can eat away on how you play the future, and you play it a lot safer because you're worried. You're just constantly living in like worry, and like, oh, I wonder how this is going to affect the collection and the floor. And it's like, well, I can't create freely if I'm if I'm worried about something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a balance of that between the two. But to me, yeah, it's just like it's just there's some artwork there. Like there, there's like a the closest I'm going to ever get to a collectible project. So you can have it or not. You know what I mean? It's just there. <laughs> it's just very, <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, I like that. I like the way that that you put it It's as close as you'll get to a collectible project. (laughs) I think people need to value that, you know, it's like the PFPs and all that stuff is part of the part of, you know, this wave. But, um, you know, having a 100 pieces that you control that are all unique, that are all, you know, your your characters or, you know, there's fucking value in that. A lot
2: more rare than a 10,000 generative PFP project, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, just mint Starman's face a ten thousand times and change the shapes and the colors and maybe yeah off. but they make sure might, you tell might. people yeah make sure you tell, tell
2: people whitelist it and- he's gonna have his own <laughs> tv show and uh <laughs> <laughs>
3: he'll
2: you know have his own airline yeah it's that his own airline might
3: be a fucking cool one to mars <laughs> to pivot a little bit till uh, i know tyler wanted to talk about the artifacts um project and now that i'm thinking of it was when roger bought Starman. Uh, was that when you guys kind of linked up or were you guys already in, in discussions with the with Artifacts or how was that?
0: Oh, of- uh, um, t- t- Roger, yeah, Roger bought Starman one then he like bought some other pieces because he didn't know I was making NFTs and he's like, oh, fuck. Like, he's like, he should make NFTs and he sort of stumbled upon them all. He's like, oh, shit, I need to buy up as much as <laughs> I can. So that's quite funny. But yeah, I'd like done his podcast and stuff and we were like just talking for a while. Then Artifacts didn't come for a little later on. I can't, remember. I can't remember when he first messaged me, but it was a little later on, and he's like, yeah, we're doing this project. It's going to be like a time capsule of this moment. And, it, yeah, it just sounded awesome. Like I trust Roger on a lot of things, and I trust, like, he's got a good heart and a space, Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not trying to fuck people over or money grab and stuff. And I felt like the project was cool. And you obviously see the names on board, and you're like, oh, okay, this is, this is going to be good. So that was amazing, yeah. man, that's, like, the first time my artwork has been shown, like, on like a big stage like New York, obviously. And that just that was like, I think it was the night of my birthday. It was like 3 a.m. here or something. So that was really cool. Like, I was 21 and, and my artwork felt like a big milestone moment for me. Like that's like feels like, OK, I've done well this year. Do you know what I mean, like it's awesome. So yeah, then then obviously the drop and the auction and fuck render ended up winning it as well. So it was just like crazy then all the sculptures turned out awesome. So yeah, it was a really positive experience. Yeah, it was a turning point for the Artifacts
2: project. I remember the night that you guys dropped uh, your sculptures. I think you guys were the first one to sell out the, the same day. And then, yeah. <laughs> and light, then, light flex. And then the the <laughs> the auction also, like, started kicking off right away. And then from then on out, I think Artifacts had to change how they did their drop structure. They had to do a raffle after that because there was a big run. <laughs> Like they started um, the secondary market on all the other sculptures, like got eaten up. Like you brought a lot of people to the Artifacts project.
0: Yeah, I, I to be honest with you, I really didn't know how it was going to go down. I was a little bit nervous because I was sort of looking <laughs> at a lot of a lot of like blue chip artists who were like sitting on the shelf, and I was like, what is what's the what's not clicking? Like they're NFTs. On a platform and there's good artists and it's good art. It's like what is what's the disconnect? So I, I really wasn't sure. Like I didn't know if it was I didn't know I didn't know what it was. Like the branding seems good, like the people behind it seemed good. I was like, there's obviously like a value um miscommunication or something. Like it's like, is it because it's not on nifty? Is it because it's not on super? Rare? Like, what's the what's the um miscommunication? So I was a little bit nervous. I I promoted it a fair bit, I made a little trailer, I was like, Yeah, this is what I'm doing. It was a New York, it's like a self-portrait sort of thing, and it's like in my styles. Very, it's like just like quite a wholesome like sort of package like all the sculptures and there you go hot like, not wholesome a whole package and it, i felt like it was good so we just put it out and yeah it's what happened happened you know what I, mean? I don't i don't I, I don't know why i just i don't know i can yeah. say smashed
3: <laughs> we're glad what was the uh what was it like making the um the the portrait because it's a cool piece like like and it, and it honestly translates really well to a sculpture obviously given mm. the you know realism to to yeah. Starman but what was it like making that portrait yeah at it was,
0: yeah it's really cool yeah I was like well I like I using Starman a lot and sort of characters similar and I just sort of changed like how he looked a bit and made him a little like he doesn't look obviously anything like me but just sort of <laughs> sort of, as as close as I'm gonna get to create a self portrait you're, I mean, if you're but, listening to this podcast. <clears throat> d face looks just like Starman. don't let him lie to you yeah sorry guys but, but um yeah so the pose is taken from there's a greek sculpture it's called um the boxer at rest or something and it's like one of my dad's favorite sculptures so like the pose was taken from that because i knew it was going to be a sculpture like it's like well this would be a cool sort of reference in there and hopefully it'll work well as opposed because it is a historical sort of pose anyway so just sort of mesh out my style and see what happens so it, it, it turned out well man i i actually really did enjoy making the piece like, there's a lot of artwork i just it was a slog to get through but i did actually genuinely enjoy making that piece and i'm still like proud of how it looks and um i think it's held up nicely so yeah couldn't couldn't have gone better really did
2: you do any close collaboration with Dirk at work or does he kind of just take your self portrait and go to town? Yeah,
0: on it? he did. Yeah, he did. I just, like, I literally just got like a, uh, Roger just sent me he's like, here's the work in progress. And here's the finished one. I was like, yeah, cool. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he smashes those sculptures. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, brilliant. What can I say? Like, Amazing.
2: We interviewed him and I, I told him I, at the time he was my most collected artist because I had like six sculptures by him. Oh, like, no way. Holy shit. I was like, Dirk <laughs> at work. Biggest, (laughs) biggest collection I have. That's brilliant. He's amazing. So uh, we, I was poking
3: around, and and one thing I didn't realize, dude, is like, so you came up on Rareable, right? Is that where like you started minting your your work? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I just assumed that I'd find your, you know, curated work on Super on Nifty. So like, kids out here crying in the streets. (laughs) Meanwhile, the, the biggest injustice might be the fact that like, you're not, like, what's your outlook on on those platforms like where so are you I honest
0: honest answer or not
3: hey
0: <laughs> yeah this yeah. is unfiltered That'll... please okay well superware rejected me ages ago um so i didn't you admit... make a video or do you, you no i did a make movie? a video, I made my own video. <laughs> best video i've ever made <laughs> um that was i don't know when that was that was fucking months ago so i was like okay I'll leave it for a while. Do you know what I mean, I'll go back to the streets of Rareable and fight my way up and get some sales. And then um, that was cool. And then I was just I just left it for ages and I reapplied. Then I got in maybe March or something, or I can't remember when it was. I don't know. A bit before Kid 8, I think. I, I can't fucking my time ta- my sense of time is just all over the fucking it really shop. The same. But with nifty, I, I always wanted to be on Nifty, like, especially like before the big people drop. I was like, if you get on there, you're going to be a millionaire. And it's just how it was. Like it's literally like every drop was like hundreds of thousands, like millions. And it's like you're now like a fucking blue chip artist so if you've been on Nifty. Like the, the secondary market's amazing. Like everyone is just like like on fire. Really, it's just like fireworks. Like every drop, it's like such a big like sort of occasion and stuff. And I was like, that'd just be so cool if I could just get on Nifty. Do you know what I mean? If I can just get my work there. And so like I like apply, I remember like applying, but there's like hundreds of people in the waiting list and. I just sort of left it for a while then then um, the big sort of dip happened and, and um, a lot of the um, secondaries went to shit like there's a lot of overmint in, in my eyes like seven drops a week and a lot of like like the m M&M m drop I thought was a bit shit and like that's when I think perceptions started change and yep. changing them sort of brand perception and stuff and I feel like a lot of people distance themselves from there and me included in that and um yeah so that's sort of the reason why and um but yeah i spoke to tommy and stuff and i'm super rare but it's just i just i don't know i'm just not not i I think it's more about the artist and where they are
3: yeah a hundred percent agree so just so i have it straight you have you're you're on board to super rare right now and you can mint stuff because i was Mm -hmm. i was looking at what i i thought i was like these aren't defaced works oh this is what he's collected on there so you're just I kind of fucking I respect the fuck out of that. You just have you have it, but you just choose not to.
0: Yeah, I don't I, I, I don't know. Well, well it's, just, it's, a, it's a platform at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean there's plenty yeah. of them and, and um, it's just more it's just yeah, it's just one of those things. I don't know. He did it. <laughs> he just wanted to be able to say I can if I want to. That's an even yeah, <laughs> that's a huge flex. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. It's not it's not, it's, not, it's not it's not out of spite. It's definitely not out of spite or anything. <laughs> No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not holding a bit of grudge, but oh, that's awesome. no. But
3: it goes back to the fact that there's like no rush in the space, really. I mean, we talked to uh, when we were talking to Dave Krugman about it. It's like you gotta, you gotta, you know, be tactical and kind of, you know, be aware of your surroundings when you're when you're making these moves. Um, so as you said, like around those times, you know, very weird
2: time for Nifty Gateway back then.
3: Yeah. Just in general with the, with the, you know, what late spring, early summer dip. It's like, well, how do you, how do I manage this? It's, you know, you're almost better off just evaluating and holding your seat at the table and then just waiting. You do have the link on your, um, it's not your website, whatever the, the link tree is, the super ring tier collection. I like that.
0: Oh, do I? That's yeah. oh.
2: <laughs> 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 For a rainy day, I suppose. <laughs> on that note, is- are there any artists that you're uh, collecting right now that you're like big on?
0: Oh man, there's so many fucking. That's like, that's like. What's your favorite album? To me? <laughs> that's like, that's like. I don't want. To, I feel like there's a gun to my head when people ask me that shit. But yeah, I, just recently, so just like, what have you picked up recently? Fuck, what's last thing I picked up? Let me have a look. I can't remember one. Trying to pay off my parents' mortgage and stuff. So, <laughs> 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 so, so. <laughs> Your parents are
2: like stop buying JPEGs.
0: Yeah, I tried to buy. What who was I tried to buy? I tried to buy a Yosnier Yos N-I-E-R piece of super rare. There's like a piece on there and it's not touched. It hadn't been touched for ages. And I was really fucking pissed off. And I like tried to link my wallet to it, but my wallets feel like ledger or something. It didn't let me fucking do it. And like I got locked out of one of my wallets recently. And I was like, right, I'm not gonna faff about this for too long. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like I, there. I lost like loads of my NFTs, loads of beef recently. So it's like oh, bad taste in my mouth. I I do the
2: same thing where if I have an issue with a wallet or something, I just stop trying to do yeah. what I'm trying to do.
0: So yeah, if I'm honest, I'm a bit scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real reason.
3: Yeah, that Formatic wallet is uh, that's a tough one. Who knows a seed phrase? Not me. Yeah. Um, I uh. I did want to go back too because i'm just thinking of it again what was the uh like you know you guys had nft london so there was like a a big crew of people um all kind of Mm -hmm. you know like-minded chilling and in the sotheby's work with with ryan and and fuel um and corey like was that like your first you know in-person nft culture interaction what and and kind of did you have any takeaways from that obviously you know the the painting work and kind of inspo from them but uh yeah Anything the main
0: takeaway take is I don't really like talking about NFTs that much. <laughs> that's, that's the main thing. I was like, fucking hell. Like like some people are like, like you just talk about anything but a lot of the time, do you know what I mean? That'd be like 10 minutes and you just what do you have for tea, do you know what I mean? What, are you hungry? Like try get some food and it's just yeah, it's just, I think I think the main the main thing that for me is like having people that are like in a similar position to you. Like I think like dur- during my life, especially through COVID and stuff, like I was ju- I was just surrounded by people who just in such a different position like with the work with everything do you know what i mean and like like my day might be like a few emails like a few tweets then that's it then like someone else is like oh yeah i had to do it and had to go to work i was like it's just that sort of like like i I felt like guilty and i think just talking to people who are artists as well and collectors and sort of like having that in-person exchange and like knowing there's other people like you is like Really valuable. It's probably like when people go to Comic Con. Do you know what I mean? Like massive fucking nerds, like having like something in common with each other. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> I think it's important just to just to see like the people behind the screen and. Um, yeah, and just seeing that like, the relationships are fucking like real. They are real people. Like it's, it's a fucking community. And yeah, it's really cool, man. It's, it's a fucking, is is tiring because you're on your feet all day and you just like it's fucking just talking, talking, talking. And like, my <laughs> voice was gone. I was like, I'm not built for this. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? I'm built for sitting in my room. Do you know what I mean? So it was cool, but, <laughs> it's cool. It's got to help with like the imposter syndrome, right? Oh, and yeah. You guys can
2: yeah, exactly. and talk
0: about it. It's like, oh, we do belong here. 100%, man. Yeah, 100%. And, and, yeah, it puts you at rest a bit. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, like th- these people are doing the same shit as I am, and they're, they're they're good. I I look up to them and think they're good artists, and that sort of settles you down a bit, and you can have conversations about like oh what do you think about this what do you think about that like how do you feel about this and and be like very candid with each other and sort of work your way through it because it is a, it is a really intense space it is like so weird and absurd and you have so many emotions and feelings and it's good to fucking get out to someone who's like literally been through something almost identical to you have so i think that's you you can't um you can't put a price on that did you go to the known origin meetup no
2: i had to go somewhere for work okay wasn't sure. I know Kid was there. Was that the first time you met Kid? Not too long ago. Yeah, I met, yeah, I met Kid in London.
0: Yeah. Or, or was he there? or Was he not? Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twat. <laughs> was Bill there too? Yeah, yeah, Bill was there. Yeah, loads of loads of amazing artists were there. That's really awesome.
2: Those are some of our faves, dude. I'd love to hook up with uh, Bill. Yeah. Billy clicks. Cool the, cool UK, uh, the UK,
3: the UK squad is pretty strong.
2: is too
0: much lag still living in london i think so i think i can't remember he went i think he went he went to nft NYC, didn't he
2: yeah somehow i think he flew into turkey and then yeah exactly yeah yeah so he wasn't yeah he wasn't at nft
0: london binned that off thought fuck this yeah it's a big apple he's down in milan
3: taking selfies with uh his friend's artwork I just, oh, yeah. I just literally picture him with uh, a stick in, a, in like a sack and like a few clothes in the sack. Hell, yeah, you
0: know, <laughs> dodging, like, dodging COVID. Yeah, three masks on. What the fuck? How many <laughs> airports <laughs> has he
3: been in? <laughs> Flexing on Jesus. COVID, he flexes it in his body. Um, <laughs> I, I think, like with the you know NFT NYC and like the London meetups and stuff, like that's only gonna you know continue to grow the space just in terms of like having a conversation with someone who doesn't know anything about nfts i think this is why like we do this it's just because we there's so much information or like stuff to get out of your brain it's just like you can't explain it to i I had someone's manager
0: i had someone's manager talking to me and they're like oh yeah we can get you paid in real money like (laughs) like in your bank like not you get paid in internet money i was like what i was i I was like what the fuck you took like you don't have a fucking clue like I, was, I wasn't insulted but i was just taken a bit taken back a bit like how are you Come, how are you like oh yeah you can make real money like you can make like 300k like usd like and i was like what is this shit man i was like you don't know how much i make you don't know how much like internet money i have i was like what is this bullshit <laughs> yeah. man Do you like, want this to is see so weird
3: you want to see me turn this internet money into usd i can show you right
0: yeah it's just such a weird experience man but 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 on the whole i'd say 99 percent of people have been really cool like really like open to hearing what you're about because a lot of the time they like want you there and want to talk to you as an artist and and like they're like have a positive mindset towards it which is like it, it helps a lot when you but when you have someone who's like I haven't. I haven't even met many people who are like, "Oh, what you buying JPEGs?" I don't even think I have met someone to be honest with you. I don't. I don't think I have. Like, I generally don't think I've bumped into someone because a lot of the time it's just my friends or someone like mutually we know and they know what I do and stuff. So, on the whole, it's been just like, hasn't been that hard to explain NFTs. I just say it's like, oh, it's just digital art. You can sell it now. Like, it's just a new thing you can do. Like, I I don't explain the fucking blockchain. I don't explain any of that shit. I was like, you just get, you just sell your art digitally, and you get paid in these things, and it's like stocks, and they go up and down, and you can pull it out and do what you want. I got, oh, and that's it. That's it. I'll clip Dude, that, I'm going to pro- send it out to everyone. That's, that's probably that's-
3: the most coherent way you can tell, because if you just take the <laughs> blockchain side out of it, because every time you're just like, all right, how do, I, how do I contextualize? You this? go down a rabbit hole yeah. like
2: explaining yeah. blockchain technology, you and mean, that's where you lose. Yeah.
3: I just own yeah. ETH because I, I needed it to buy art at the time. I didn't know shit, shit about it. So. Exactly.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just like you have this internet money you can buy art and it's got digital signature and it's like you just want to simplify it as simple as you can how wild it, is it that art brought so many people to cryptocurrencies because like
2: larry said we've never we never bought it before nfts were around
0: yeah that's amazing it's it's just one of those things it's just technology where right? and it's like when it's when the right use case comes and and like so many things align, then you have like a massive explosion and a change in so many people's lives. You know what I mean? And that's the power of technology. And and yeah, I, I still steer steer clear of um a lot of threads. I see where people are baiting fucking <laughs> people who don't like NFTs. I'm <laughs> I'm not even going to click on that. I'm going to feel bad all day. And <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just one of it. It's just it's just time. I think of a lot of it.
2: I don't see it that often. It probably has to do with who I'm following. But like if you do get outside of your little circle and there, there is some flood out there on Twitter, but it comes from not being educated. I feel like it's just like, you've got to be in the space and understand what's going on. And once you do it, it just makes sense. Like there's, I don't know. I don't can't know. not be here right now.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But the other thing to consider is like people go into situations with so many a different intents as well. Like they might have missed out. They might have been an art. They might they might have wanted to make money off their art. And it's like you're peddling for NFTs not to make money through just selling that art digitally, but you'd rather pedal like prints and T-shirts and like commissions and stuff. And it's it's just like people want you to do what they like do. And it's like no, you got you got to do what I want you to do, or I'm not happy. And and it's, it's sort of so much. So it's not just NFTs. It's just in life in general. Like when you don't obey like how someone's thought perception. Uh, and and sort of thought process works it's like there's a there's a disconnect with people and that makes people angry and frustrated and a lot of times you can't uh, even if you did explain it as coherently as possible it's like sort of religious in a way it's like no I've made up my decision this is it and that's that's it you can't even talk to me about it now
3: yeah do you find it easier or harder to make like decisions for like where you're taking a character like Starman like uh, are you more in like a clear headspace like or does does that, you know, those type of thoughts creep in or, or how do you kind of feel that and then apply it to what you're trying to develop?
0: At the moment, I'm just I'm just like I just tunnel vision a lot of the time and just try and ignore like a lot of shit really and just focus on what I'm doing. And I think that's like I'm just go my gut a lot more. Do you know what I mean? Like I used to like sort of like I don't know, I just used to listen too much. I think, and this, and it's a good, but it's, it can really hinder you as well. Like especially if you're a creative, and just that, that you got to think what got you to the party in the first place is what I always say. Like what, what got you to where you are now, and it's like it wasn't listening to, all them people. It was you just doing what you ought to do. And I think just like it's a lot healthier um because at the end of the day you're just a person and and we're all just people and it's like you've got you've got you've got to live with this uh job and sort of environment and climate it's like how are you gonna healthfully navigate this because a lot of the time like you can easily just fucking go off the deep end especially for a lot of people and all the shit that's happening and it's like i think it's just yeah just fucking tunnel visioning in or something and just and just i want to do this now i'm going to do this and that's going to be it and i have this concept i'm going to execute it and that's done then next thing do you know what i mean i'm very like finish that, finish out finish out finish out and just bounce sort of ping pong around like projects do you know what i mean i think that keeps me busy and keeps me sort of creating constantly so there's always new output and i think that's what um keeps me content in a way and and i think people um still respond to that
2: so you do multiple projects at once where you're like, I'll work yeah. on this a little bit and then jump over here. And
0: mm, just, yeah.
2: that keeps you like focused on the actual task at hand. I would imagine where it's like, okay, if I'm done with this for the day, like I need to look at something fresh. Like,
0: yeah. And and I think as well in general, I've just been trying to slow my life down. Just like take, just slow it all fucking down. Cause like, I feel like I've just been like, peddling 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 but like just fucking like till the like chain comes and it's like hold on let's just fucking take a breather like nothing's i used to have a fear of like when the market went down i was like oh will i have to like start taking commissions again when we like i have to go back to like not doing nfts and stuff and i was like i just i've just sort of like totally i totally like ignore the market a lot of the time i totally ignore like these day to day sort of feelings and I was just sort of trying to slow take out all the shit that I don't need to do and just sort of slow everything down and try and live a bit of a slower pace because I used to like think like if I didn't get this done by this time it's gonna fucking all oh, my collector's are gonna go chop me a noise and it's like no you're just, you, you just you just got to take your time and like just take it day by day and just and just build something slowly. And I think that's for me it's a lot healthier as well, like with anxiety and stuff like that. It just it just sort of calms yeah. me and everything will get done eventually. Do you know what I mean? yeah it takes that pressure off so within your
2: creative process do you go straight into like a like software or do you sketch anything out first or like how does that typically go like you just get an idea and start going
0: yeah with with um like my 2d stuff a lot of times just straight into um adobe illustrator and just building with shapes because um to me it's like quicker than drawing sometimes because you get the like a perfect circle, you get a perfect square, then you can like so, if I have two overlapping circles, I can sort of cut one out of the other. And like, if I had to do it on pencil, it'd be rubbing out and it'd take like a bit longer. So, it's like I can do it like very quick now. Like, I'm playing like a video game or something. So, I can just like put stuff together and ideas, and trial different things. And I sort of got to a point where it's like it's talking a language. So, it's a lot more fluent than I am at drawing. So, it's like I can sort of go through ideas. But like, if I'm on like a plane or something, like I might do like a few sketches of like a character. And like, sometimes it's just fun to switch up mediums on stuff, if, especially if you're stuck on something. Just giving, like, go draw on a bit of paper, go draw on an iPad. But usually it's just straight into Illustrator and playing about and just building, really, like, building characters from just shapes, really. So
2: Adobe Illustrator, what other software do you use or play around with?
0: So for, like, 3D stuff, I used to use Cinema 4D, but I don't use much um, 3D stuff anymore because I fucking hate it and it's demoralizing and (laughs) painful, so I don't do it. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you would do that to yourself so I've sort of given up on that a lot but I use like Premiere Pro and like editing stuff and I use like um, Band on my iPad for like doing music and stuff and is premier pro as well for like sound design and for like trailers or the NFT itself, like if it's a video or something. But, but for this new one for Miami, I was actually um like it, me and my friend who's a photographer. We we're doing like stop motion stuff with like, mm. phys- with like the physical, like the painting and stuff. So that was, a, that was a really cool process, which was something different. And we're just sort of editing it now and, and I'm, um, I'm enjoying it. John. I mean, I'm, 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 I think that's what it's about at the end of the day, just like doing what you enjoy. And I think that'll keep you going as an artist.
2: Yeah. I just, for new artists out there, it's just, it seems overwhelming that there's so many different programs that you can be using. Mm. you like, what do I focus on? Like um learning first, right? If you're going through YouTube tutorials or like, you know, what would you suggest for new artists to like pick up if they were going to start on some software?
0: Um, Depends what art you want to make, obviously, but I like, if you want to do illustrator stuff, I'll I'd, I'd just go straight into illustrator. Like it's quite, it's not too hard to pick up, but I, I don't know. I've been doing it for years. So it's hard. To say it's like it's like if you try and explain to someone how to play a video game and you like you can't even tell what buttons you're clicking it's like right. or like driving or like like driving or something like i don't even know if i'm pushing the clutch or i'll just do it I, do you just know what I mean? so yeah 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 it's like speaking yeah it's like speaking as well it's, it's like a lot of times just one of those things you're already fluently like oh fuck, i don't actually it's such an unconscious thing but i think yeah how i learned illustrator was just youtube just literally just been on YouTube for like hours and like, I just keep going till I get stuck. So I just like, go, 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 go. Oh fuck. How do I, I want to do this, but I don't know how. So I YouTube it, then you fix that problem then like, but sometimes, but sometimes like people do courses, like they're like, I'm going to do like an Adobe Illustrator course. I'm going to like mm-hmm. how to make a character and sit through it. And I, I hate learning like that. I can't, I just want to jump into it and just like fuck around and try everything and I, I pick up stuff quicker just like just actively just doing it and so that's how I sort of learned it. I just sort of just kept trial and error really and then you just pick up what you need then like there's loads of shit about the program I don't fucking know but it's like I don't need it so it's like right it's never come up do you know what I mean it's never been like an error for me so so it's never never something i've been into it. it's like words in english like somewhat as low, like my vocabulary is probably quite limited to what it could be but i'm just i don't need it so it's like unnecessary so that's, that's so it that makes sense make art yeah
2: i do the same thing with like our audio editing software like i didn't learn much about that for doing the podcast but like as i needed to know mm. how to do something you just look it up online yeah. and figure it out
0: yeah 100
3: i do every time like i hear that like you know like a self-taught taught artist like tells, tells us that they're using youtube to to figure out it's like oh I just use YouTube to try to set my thermostat it's like (laughs) I'm a self-taught artist now too Uh, it's it's, the power of like a YouTube or like a Twitter just from like a you know a a kind of connection perspective it's it's crazy like the tools that you have at your disposal that you know not saying anyone can go pick it up but almost anyone can go pick it up and learn if like they they want to and just knowing that like yeah, you know, that those outlooks for tools are there, and people like yourself, and and really anyone who self taught has probably utilized them at some point. I don't know why I always get surprised when I hear it, but it's a cool tool. Cool tool. Yeah, my my nephew, he's five years old. Is is uh my cousin just told us <laughs> he was selling last night. She's banned YouTube from him because he just will not get away from it. <laughs> just like all right, we're he's the, learning. We're, we're in the day and age now where <laughs> YouTube is uh becoming oh. addictive, I'm assuming, <laughs> so don't want to get too exposed at a young age.
0: It's bad, though, is it? Like, the kids' YouTube stuff is fucking bizarre content. It's really fucking... Like, I see, like, like a while ago on YouTube, there's, like, loads of controversies with it, and it's like, what the... F- I was, like, watching it, it as, like, pregnant Elsa, Spider-Man. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, what? But it's, like, it's just like what kids click on. When they do, It's just, like, rabbit hole when you're just watching some weird fucking shit some people are made out in the middle of nowhere, do you know what I mean, And Russia? And it's, like, it is really bizarre how they don't have much, like, sort of curation on YouTube, like, how they don't have curated YouTube channels and stuff like that, I think that'd be beneficial, because the way, like, how easy it is to make content for stuff, and the accessibility to it is there, but it's just, like, it's it's a bit fucking dangerous still, do you know what I mean? Right, how do you categorize it and put it into the algorithm
2: the right way, where, like, it's not just being handed up to kids all the time?
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah. Some weird shit, like... Start with Frozen
2: and then ends up you know, it's some terrorist beheading on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> with, <laughs> like,
3: talking shit with Kid A
2: <laughs> in D-Face. Yeah.
3: He
0: wants to be the Premier.
3: <laughs> I mean, he's got kid in the name, so, like, kids are probably going to end up finding him. The algorithm is <laughs> going to trip up, and it's just going to be, like, like five and under homepage. Kid A talking shit. <laughs> Dude, this has been great. I I, I appreciate you taking some time and so flexing cool. with us on schedule for the – uh a double book. Oh, I was me,
0: man. Yeah. I was all over the shop. I didn't <laughs> know. I was fucking double booking left and right. I, I was like, I just got back this week, so I was like, I've got to see all my friends, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And yeah, man. But but tomorrow we booked the um let's like concert. It's like um an MF Doom sort of concert, but it's like an acoustic like band like covering his songs. It's like an orchestra like covering it. I was like, well, that's like I listened to them on YouTube last year, Then I saw like a poster in a shop, and they're performing like mm-hmm. where I live. So I was like, oh, I got a fucking got to go. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I got a podcast. <laughs> My friend was like, you got a podcast? I was like, yeah, I'm shooting a podcast with some guys. Yeah, I've been making
2: the rounds. I'm on all the yeah, podcasts. Yeah, yeah I've got I actually to I them saw, off. I saw the MF Doom. Um, you've done some fan art yeah, before, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. That's yeah. Sick. Like it. I, I can't so that's a funny story about that like so he there's a re on his profile like my artwork is retweeted on like, in december of last year but then the announcement come out that he died in january or whatever and he died in october so i thought he retweeted my work because obviously <laughs> like the social fucking media managers i was like what the fuck is this he, shit he did it after he died dude from came back from the, yeah, the dead. i was like oh this is this sucks <laughs> that,
2: that, that was a sad story it was crazy that we didn't mm no for months you know it's like but that's that's the way to do it it's like keep everything private like that right i mean it, it sucks when people reach that celebrity status and like everyone knows everything about them including you know some of the mm-hmm. worst things you know when you pass away it's wild
0: yeah i agree yeah
2: it's very sad outside of creating art what do you what do you do on a regular basis what oh, what gets fuck. you going
0: what takes you um, away from that shit this week i got the new pokemon so i've just been fucking grinding that out really but i'm tr- i'm not i'm trying to i'm trying to grind out not too much so i can go i can do it on a plane when i go to miami so i like i need to leave like enough sort of game left to sort of to play but but, but yeah I, I used to uh, I I've like, I signed up to like like a, uh, PT sessions and stuff. Like to start working out again, but I just haven't had fucking time this week. And then got Miami, so it's like it's always fucking making excuses for myself. So I <laughs> need to, need to keep myself more accountable. But yeah, I, I just like I'm just fucking watching Netflix and just fucking sleeping. Really, I'm not. I used, I used, to, I used to have hobbies, but <laughs> NFTs are sort. Of- <laughs>
2: My other hobbies don't make me money like this hobby
0: does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the best hobby in the world. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I like going bowling, just like just cinema and just shit like that. Really, like just ch- with my friends and stuff. Just nothing. What do you guys do? Do you have any hobby? <laughs> any hobbies? Golf. <laughs> I
3: play fucking golf. Yeah.
0: Oh, cool. What driving range or like? Do you go around the course?
3: Yeah, we're, I'm a course guy. Course guy. Getting <laughs> getting Tyler up to it. I just started
2: in the me. pandemic, actually. Um, just something to do outside, you know, with a small group of people. And that's awesome. Ended up yeah. Loving it. It was great. Oh, awesome,
0: bro. You got your own clubs?
2: Oh, yeah. I bought some clubs, you know, just go out there, smoke a joint, stay chill, <laughs> and Don't break
0: any clubs when you get upset. You have a golf like uniform. You have to like wear like a little jumper <laughs> and uh... yeah, just a collared <laughs> shirt.
2: Nothing crazy.
0: Spiky shoes. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Spiky shoes. Exactly.
2: But that's, that's about cool. it. When it comes to hobbies, I feel I mean we we spend pretty fair amount of time doing this podcast and just staying up on NFT Twitter with our yeah. real jobs. I mean, you know?
3: yeah, our hobbies are tracking NFTs while we're working our regular normie nine to five. So uh, <laughs> especially winter coming, I don't think you're gonna have much outside activity unless we're shoveling. So
2: oh yeah, we're we're in um, just north of Boston, so it's oh, it's already sure. cold as fuck here. When is it gonna start snowing? I mean, last year it snowed before Halloween, so we're doing pretty good right now. It hasn't snowed yet. No, the ground Probably is change. free. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Just in time to know. get
3: down to Miami. To yeah, it's like, I know. I need a warm, <laughs> day. warm up. Seriously.
2: How long you guys down? down? Second to the fifth. Nice, nice. In yeah. and out.
3: <laughs> in the end of next yeah. week. Yeah, exactly. In and out. It's in it's and out. Trip. It's a hobby business trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it write off <laughs> yeah. yeah except we got nowhere to expense yeah we got no it. llc to tie that
2: back to <laughs> yeah,
3: um <account> <laughs>
0: exactly. are you are you london-based or somewhere outside of london no nah, i'm like two hours out of london that's in that shit yeah i live in the middle of nowhere <laughs> you're in the middle so you know like, no you know like england has like a bump on the yeah. side i live on like that bump okay is <laughs> the best way I've, I've learned to describe it to people Cause you say like Norfolk, and they go what? They're like, what's that? So I just go that that bit there, you know, the bump. Yeah. So yeah, two hours out of London, just like I've got like horses and like the other side of my garden. I don't own horses, but they're they're in my garden, so <laughs> they're there, and it's they're just trees horse. and green. Yeah. So it's cool, man. I like it. London's That's a bit awesome. intense for me at the moment. <laughs> it's just too much going on. So I like coming back here and chilling. And my
2: my uh, wife has some family in Liverpool, and I can't wait to get out there and visit them. I've never been to the UK. Nice. See, so they're scousers.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, be careful. Yeah, Tyler will blend right in. I think a 12-year-old, this is horrible. I think a 12-year-old just got killed there, like, no this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, For what? I don't know. Like, three guys have been arrested or something, Like. Right? just know. like gang right. violence or i don't i uh, literally i don't i, I think there's still a an inquiry going on it's, it's it's crazy but yeah so well don't worry it's much uh it's not much safe here i
2: mean Is people it? are
0: really? dying left and right shit <laughs> gun violence oh wait. you need to move you need to get out there i don't know
2: i thought about this the other day though i kind of would rather gun violence than like knife violence could you imagine getting, <laughs> an alley getting stabbed like five times or just getting shot and you'd be dead and it's over.
0: It's like, it's I don't really
2: want to get stabbed or anything, dude. I don't, yeah, I
0: don't, I don't know what the death rates are, gentlemen. Do you know I, mean? I, don't, I don't know how they line up, how they stack up. Yeah, do either. You might live, but
2: God, you're going to go through some pain getting stabbed. <laughs> if I'm walking somewhere sketchy,
3: I just walk with like my keys in between my knuckles and it actually makes me feel better. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm protecting myself. It's like, like
2: that little old lady with the... I'm sure she holds her keys between yeah. her fingers. Someone yeah. so get too
3: close. I'm going to accidentally just like ninja chop their throat. <laughs> get away wow. from me. Well, this took a turn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it usually does. Yeah. Let's talk yeah, about so, uh, Yeah. So NFTs. Yeah.
3: Where's the highest murder per capita?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Chicago, I would imagine. Fuck. Um, so, yeah, um, after the
0: one of one, the guests.
2: Yeah you got anything else at your, uh, Yeah, yeah. That big old,
0: big old star maker drop, but still got a little box here. That'll be like for some of the physicals. So that's mm, like, nice. we're getting there. We're getting there. We've got to like, do like I think I'm gonna do that like website and some dev stuff. And we're doing, uh, finishing up like the, the pieces and sort of putting a bell on everything. Then we should hopefully January, like I'm hoping fingers crossed January, so it's just if it's february then it's gonna be a year it's gonna take it a year so i'm like no 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 it's gonna be January. so that's that's gonna be like two nfts which are gonna be one of ones and they're gonna be auctioned off so that's gonna be like sort of what i've been working towards like long term um so that'd be like i'd be really proud to drop that and so that'd be cool so that's like the next thing then I don't know. I'm just I'm sort of freed up a little bit. Like I could also go, that'd be like volume one. So I want to do like volumes and however long the story takes to tell. But um, I don't know. I might, I might just have a little break and do something else for a bit. And then like maybe a medium sized project, which is planned out a lot fucking better. Then go back into development of <laughs> another big drop. So yeah, it's cool.
3: Nice. Yeah. That's exciting, man. And, and you know, it sounds like you're you not
2: doing it on your own either right you have like a
0: team yeah like. I got well yeah sort of like I get to like freelance to sort of come in and I want to do this sort of like oh, I want to do this sequence like can we help that or like a director one day like the puppet or like for, like photos this day and getting stuff manufactured and stuff so it's like sort of like a network this sort of I'm just sort of being a connecting piece and sort of bit of an art director and just sort of trying to get my vision made really like what I've got in my head because the time it takes me to like do it all on my own it's just like I'd have to learn everything and like I can't something I just can't do like I can't make a fucking sculpture like I can't make a bronze sculpture like I'd have to learn how to like, how to make fucking how to use all the bronze foundry stuff and pour in fucking hops and I was like maybe not maybe I'll pay someone to do it and that's, <laughs> no. for me that's for me that's the same with like 3D like getting stuff made in 3D it's like well I could get all the gear and learn or I could just pay someone and, and have the same result or well not the same result it's gonna be a hundred times better <laughs> the, the experience of what they're doing do you know what I mean so so it's just yeah it's it's been really cool but it's, it's cool like just having a team or like having like, a few people around you who are like really good at what they do and can sort of bring together your your fucking vision man it's cool it's gonna be good yeah that's why I hear that
2: from a lot of artists it's like very good advice for people don't try to do it all on your own like you got to get people that are good at what they do, and you can be good at what you're good at, you know, and staying in your lane yeah. and knocking it out of the
0: park. Yeah, hundred percent, man. And like at some point, it's like you've got a way up the sort of cost of you um doing it all on your own and having like having like your ego satisfied, like yeah, I've fucking done all this on my own. It took me five years or whatever. But it's like, well, I've got my creative output wants to be so much higher, and there's so much more I want to make that these two will never align because of like the amount amount of stuff will probably be a hundred and the amount of stuff I do on my own is probably like five. So like that alignment won't be there unless you have like, you start hiring people and outsourcing and growing a team and stuff and, and, um, sort of, uh, sort of, um, getting over yourself
3: (laughs) to me at least. Yeah. I I mean, it seems like a big part of now, you know, the community, the industry, however you want to put it, it's like, you, you need that team with you, um, to execute a vision where, you know, Mm a lot of a lot of folks in your shoes have come up doing everything yourself and you know realizing and taking a, another natural step towards direction is um seems right there for everyone but it also i think you just confirmed that you didn't stitch the Starman jacket so um <laughs> oh no I
0: have don't... you not seen the, have you not seen the guy do it i'll put a video on there's like, a guy in new york no. who makes it he makes it yeah he like cut out all the pieces and he's shown like stitching it and he's like shows my original illustration yeah fuck, his name yeah it's awesome yeah he's from new york and He's a cool guy, and I just—I literally just made an illustration, and he was like, "Yeah, I can do that." <laughs> he's like cutting it out and sewing it, and he's like, "Done." He does—he does. I found him on TikTok, so he like makes all of his videos into TikTok. So unreal. Yeah, it's cool as fuck, man. So yeah, and and I think if you can support other creatives doing what they're doing, <laughs> you know what I mean, like in different industries, like fashion and stuff as well, and. Yeah, and like fucking bronze founders like they're not getting a loads of business i imagine so it's like well if we can sort of dish some of this nft money out and sort of make something cool together you know what i mean that's like net positive and you can we can sort of you can if if we look in in, in the future we can save art forms i was thinking like fucking um like glass windows and stuff you know what i mean like they're not in high demand but for like projects that us guys are working on that could be amazing you know what i mean and and mm-hmm. i still think there's there's Value and physical because of stuff like these old. um There's some amazing like artisans and stuff which aren't like a, they're very ancient art forms. Do you know what I mean? And being able to tap into that for like even a bit this project, you know I mean, it's really fucking satisfying and it's cool. It's a cool sort of combination of like cutting edge and like really fucking old. Do you know what I mean? That sort of intersection is always cool.
2: Wonder who the first NFT artist is going to do like some leather work, get a nice leather jacket with Starman <laughs> on the back, like etched in there.
0: <laughs> Hell. I seen I seen some ape jackets like I got like board ape jackets made custom. That's that's another level. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't I don't want to be there. I don't think. But fuck. Who knows? I might put my my G vol on a hat. To do that. Oh man. it <laughs> I can go I can go the hat
0: route. I don't know if I can do a full on jacket. That's a statement piece in that. Yeah. You can wear it like once a year NFT and once a year and that's it. Back in the wardrobe. You know what I mean. I yep. can't really <laughs> like go to a rehearsal dinner or something and have that. <laughs> nah, nah, man. What the fuck is he wearing?
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, but like Larry said, we really appreciate the
0: time, man. Glad we got to sit down and talk and hopefully yeah. we can link up in Basil. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah, it's Good talk to you guys. You're amazing. I love the podcast. I try and watch it when I can. And I, li- I was listening to the Carson one on the train the other day. And yes, yeah, it's, it's awesome just to hear you guys uh just fucking get all these people on and, and um, have a community going and let people voice, like voice their shit, do you know what I mean? Without having a podcast and just have good conversations, man, because it's needed.
2: I appreciate yeah. it. Couldn't have done it without Slime Sunday. I mean, we had no credibility and we're <laughs> glad he was on with us for like, you know, the first 10 episodes. He got us, you know, some of the biggest names out there and it kind of lended to uh, us being able to just book people on our own because we weren't, you know we're not asking anybody for white lists or like you know we're not, you know holding shit over your head and be like give us an nft to get an interview or anything so <laughs> it all it all worked out
0: might be in the gear yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah let yeah, me get yeah. a whitelist
3: though yeah, <laughs> yeah wait till yeah wait till <laughs> we a get a is. sponsor be sponsored by like christie's no <laughs> Whatever this weed brand is that you got right here,
2: yeah, <laughs> we'll get in there. I, I, I hope we never have to do ads,
3: but it's, uh, we seriously appreciate the kind words, man. This is, uh, you know, just something that we enjoy doing. So, um, we're almost at the support. year mark.
0: Really? When's the year? February. February.
2: Sweet. Yep. So we'll probably have to do something big. I'd love to do a Twitter Spaces one day with like all the prior guests and just chop it up with some fans. But That'd we'll do great. that later on.
0: We'll see. Here's my thought about Twitter Spaces quickly before we end. Do does anyone sit in a Twitter Space and record the whole thing, then chop it up into highlights? Because I don't, I don't have time to watch a listen to a flat four hour thing. So that's like a, that's my pitch for someone. Hmm.
3: I think on that note, like my average time in a Twitter Space is twenty six seconds <laughs> because like I'll jump in and then I hear people talking and I'm just like well, I'm all right. This is, it. nope, well, not right now. The
2: problem is they bring too many people up on the stage and it, those aren't the people I want to hear from. It's like, I want to hear mm. from the artists and stuff and they're just like, let yeah. all these people get lip service, basically. That's what, like, yeah, right. that's
0: what I mean. You need that. You need that sort of just that cut down, have a few highlights and there's like uh, more content for your Twitter and, and that benefits a lot of people, do you know what I mean? But I don't know. Free it's advice just, out just, there. Somebody yeah. record those Twitter spaces and chop them up for us. Gonna pitch everyone in Miami on that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate
2: it, man. We'll talk awesome. soon.
0: Yeah, good to meet you guys. You Speak to you soon. Peace, hey, bro. And we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> the audio too, or not? Yeah, I yeah. think so. We'll find out. We'll
2: do the the DVD commentary. See you, bro. Fucking twat, Bye. <laughs>
1: Damn, that's nifty. That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT Euphoria's fizz, he leaked a plan Xulo worked on Iron Man How cool is that? Yeah. Mad Dog Jones, the dude so fine He hand draws every single line Sure as hell didn't know that. Fuck Renda built the gallery to raise new artist popularity. What a guy! Yeah, man, he's a good guy. Too much lag, like a nomad, all his belongings in a single bag. All these things, can't you see? I learned all that's NFT. That's NFT that's, that's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. That's, nifty that's, that's, nifty, nifty, that's nifty, that's NFT, that's a nifty nifty NFT, that's nifty, that's NFT, that's a nifty nifty NFT, that's nifty, that's NFT, that's a nifty, nifty NFT Damn, that's a nifty NFT.